So we're going to start a new series this week on relationship. We're calling it Hashtag Relationship Goals. And so what we want to do through the month of October is walk through relationships. And how do we have godly relationships? And how do we date well? And how do we be satisfied in our singleness? And, and today what we're going to talk about is this idea of baggage. Baggage. You might think this is an interesting thing to talk about in terms of relationships, but hopefully as we dive into this a little bit, uh, you'll be able to understand that this is a very, very significant thing when it comes to relationships. Each and every one of us brings something into our relationships. We bring something, whether it's something we've experienced, something that's happened to us, something we've grown up believing, there's something we bring into relationships. It's, it's very similar to this. You see here, I got my suitcase. And each of us, as we're walking into relationships, we've all got the different things that we bring into our relationships. And so maybe some of you, when you're, when you're rolling around the baggage of your life, you're bringing some things like self-medicating. You say, Taylor, what's that? These are things that, that you do to help kind of ease the pain in your life. Maybe it's things like smoking. Maybe it's things like partying. Maybe it's things like running from relationship to relationship. Maybe it's drinking, whatever it is. These are the things that you say, okay, I need relief from the pain that I'm feeling in my life, so I run to these things so that I feel some relief. Maybe some of you are putting in your baggage that you're carrying around some trust issues. Maybe there's something that's happened in your life that you can't undo. Maybe you've had people walk out of your life and they're never there, and so why would I trust anybody? Because I give them my heart, but all they do is leave. Maybe you've had parents you can't rely on, and so as, a, as you've grown up, you can't even trust your parents, and so how am I supposed to trust somebody else with my entire life? So you pack your bag. You pack your bag with your trust issues. Maybe you got some fear. Maybe you're packing your bags, and, and there's been some things in life that, that you have fear of. I know when we first started dating, I told this to Shannon, is that I said, I have a fear of commitment. Like, I was thinking in my head, how do, I, how do I commit to somebody the rest of my life? I've never even made a commitment that lasted more than like a month. How am I supposed to commit to somebody the rest of my life? That's scary. That's, that makes me a little scared. So I, I'm packing my, my fear with my baggage with her. I'm saying, okay, here, here's what I'm packing. Maybe some of you are packing the judgment. Judgment. So you... You start going into your relationship, and you've grown up in the church, and so you know everything is black and white, and this is how things are. And so when, when, when you look at something, and, and you see somebody say they were in your life group the other week, but then you, you hear about them at a party, well, then are they really a Christian? And so just because they're doing this, man, they need to get out of our group. They need to get away from church because they're not following Jesus. They're doing whatever they want. Or, or maybe you see somebody, and immediately you shut down one of the biggest things that we see in our culture right now is this thing of same-sex attraction, and we go, we go, okay, well, these, these people, we just got to push them out. And you're like, well, well, wait a second. And your judgment just comes down hard because that's how you've been raised in black and white, and this is what Jesus says, and so I'm going to judge because I know what's right and wrong, and they don't. And so you get into a relationship, and all you're doing is judging that other person on every little move they make because that's, that's how you've grown up. Here's another one that I think sometimes can be probably more for the girls, but sometimes the guys, is maybe you're packing insecurity. 
Maybe you're walking into a relationship and you've grown up being made fun of. You've grown up being told to look a certain way, act a certain way, dress a certain way, and if you looked any different than that, then you just felt insecure about yourself. And so how, how can you walk into a relationship and be okay giving your heart and your life and your soul to somebody because you're so insecure with who you are? You'll go to any guy that'll give you attention that makes you feel secure, but then time and time again, they leave you more insecure than when you started. Maybe you walking into a relationship and you're packing... There's two shirts there. You're packing control. You have to be in control of your life that every decision I make has to be what I say if I'm the one in the relationship that's, that's in charge and I'm leading the relationship because I got to make the decisions. I got to be the one in control. You can't do anything unless you pass it by me because that's how you've experienced life. You've had to have control. I like to have control in my life. I like to be the one when we go somewhere that I drive everywhere usually because I like to be in control. So you bring this into your relationship, and you say, well, i got to be in control. They're like, well, there's a little bit of give and take here. No, 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 no. I make all the decisions. I'm the one in control. Or maybe, you, maybe you're packing away some pain. You're bringing it into a relationship, and you start packing your bags, and you got some pain in your life. I don't know what you've experienced. I don't know your story. Maybe something's happened so horrific in your past you're carrying that pain around. Maybe you've lost somebody in your life that you just can't get over and it's been such a burden on your life because you've just experienced this pain. Maybe you've had the pain of your parents divorcing and you've tried to carry that around. You've tried to process that. And so how, how does it make sense if relationships are supposed to work this way and that's not how it ended up with my parents? How, how do I? And so you're carrying all this pain in your life and you haven't ever dealt with it. And so you're just rolling your bag along with you. Probably the most significant one that I won't dive super deep into that maybe some of us bring is trauma. Trauma. These are probably the things you think about that are the horrific things that have happened when people grow up. You can be sexually abused, verbally abused, gone through a traumatic experience with, with their family, maybe lost a parent. Maybe their parents lost everything. They lost their house. They lost their clothes. They lost all assets that they had because something happened, whether it was in their job. And so you were left with nothing. And now they had to figure out how are we going to make this family work? How are we going to make this live? And, and so you've experienced a lot of trauma maybe growing up, and you've never really dealt with it. And so what we tend to do in our relationships is we pack our bags, and we zip it up, and we start walking around dragging these with us. So we get in a relationship, and we say, oh, hey, it's nice to meet you. Let's get to know each other. You start to get to know each other. You start dating, and you still have this hanging around. You've not dealt with it. You've not taken care of the pain, control, insecurity, fear, whatever it is you're packing in your bag, and so you keep dragging that around with you. Maybe sometimes you leave it at home in the corner of your room because you just don't want to deal with it, and you hope it just kind of goes away because... I I don't want to deal with that baggage in my life. Or eventually, maybe you get together, you get engaged, you get married, and when you move in with that person, you start storing your baggage in the home you're living in. 
trying to store it under the bed or put it in the closet until that one day, that one moment, all the things that you've experienced, all the baggage that you have in your life finally explodes because she does something or he does something that sets you off and everything explodes out of there because you've never dealt with your baggage. You see, we like to try to put this somewhere where we can't see it anymore, hoping it just magically goes away. And these can be some tough things you're carrying around. I know some of you, and I know some of your stories, but, but I don't know all of you. I don't know what you've experienced. And one of the worst things that you can do is try to jump into relationships without dealing with the own issues in your life first. Relationships start with you. I think we, ought, we think, well, we'll just get in a relationship and, and it'll be great because we're working together. If you aren't on track right now, it's going to be a tough relationship. You've got to deal with you first. So if you're like Taylor, you keep throwing this word around baggage. What does that even mean? So here's just hopefully a simple definition from Google that you can go along with baggage. Google defines baggage as past experiences or long-held ideas regarded as burdens or hindrances. Okay, so it's either past experiences or long-held ideas, beliefs that are burdens on you or hindrances to get you to kind of move on in a normal way. These are the things that we pack in our bags all throughout our life based on what we experience, based on what we're told. And so we just keep packing it away. And so I want you to understand, and then I'm going to share a couple verses here. Relationships don't solve your problems. Me getting into a relationship with Shannon when we started dating before we got married isn't going to magically solve all the issues in my life, all the baggage I'm carrying around in my life, because she just can't do that. You guys are not in charge of changing people's lives. You can try all you want to change that person's life, but you don't have the ability to. Only God can change hearts. Only God can change the mindset. Only God can change the direction of somebody's life. We can only encourage, we can only support, and we can only be beside them, but we can't change people's lives. So relationships won't solve your problems. Here's a couple verses to go along with this. Hebrews 12.1 says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. What you need to do before you enter into a relationship, before we even begin this discussion on relationships the rest of this month, is you need to assess your relationship with yourself and Jesus and see what is slowing me down. Hebrews says, let us strip off everything that's slowing us down from running this race. What your hope is in life is that you enter into this relationship with Jesus because of what he did for you, and you start running the way that Jesus has told you. Jesus says, this is the way I want you to live, this is the direction I want you to go, and so you're supposed to start running. But we'll go, what happens along the way is we start picking up some extra weight. So, so it's like this. If you don't know what this is, this is my weighted vest. I'll put it on, but I won't strap it because it'll get me all messed up. But it's a 20-pound vest. So, so if I'm honest with you here, if we were both to sit next to each other and start doing push-ups, and I had this on, you had nothing on, 
and, and you work out a lot, you do a lot of push-ups, you're probably going to be able to beat me. Why? Because I have a little extra weight on me. But let's say we're running a race and I say, I'll, I'll wear this and you just wear whatever you want. And, and, and we start racing, you're probably going to be a little faster than me because I got a little extra weight on me that's going to slow me down. You see, what happens is, is what we do in this life is Jesus said, hey, we're supposed to run this race for Jesus. And, and what, what, what happens is we pick up some of these extra weights. These extra weights we pack in our bag and, and we start wearing some of these weights and we're walking around with the extra weight and so we start running. And what happens is we start getting a little more tired because these weights are slowing us down. And Jesus says, hey, if you want to keep running this race, you want to keep running the direction that you want me to run, then you need to start taking these weights off. You need to start dealing with the extra sin in your life that's slowing you down. Because this relationship, if you don't get that right, you'll never get a relationship down here right. You need to focus on the weights that are slowing you down in your relationship with Jesus. And they'll be the same things that will slow you down in a relationship here on this earth. What are the weights? What do you need to assess in your life and go, wow, man, I never thought about that. I've never really dealt with that. I probably should, I probably should deal with that. Maybe that's a weight I need to get rid of in my life. 1 Timothy 3.4 says this, He must manage his own family well, having children who respect and obey him. For if a man cannot, who cannot manage his own household, how can he care for God's church? Again, it goes back to what I just said. You'll never be able to care for somebody else if you can't care for yourself first. See, in 1 Timothy, it's talking about a leader in the church that, that if you're going to appoint somebody as a leader of the church, then they need to be able to manage their own household well. If they can't manage their own family well and themselves, how are they supposed to ma- manage a bunch of people in a church and their lives and their souls and their hearts? You're leading them in a direction. I believe it's the same kind of transfer when you're looking. If you're trying to lead somebody else in this life, this girl you really like, this guy you really like, if you're going to lead them well, but they look at your own life and you're just going along doing whatever you want, picking up all this extra weight, choosing this path of sin, maybe not caring about your relationship with Jesus, don't care about going to church, all these different things, then what makes you think if you can't even lead your own relationship with Jesus well, that you're going to be able to lead them well? You see, we think it's, it's kind of this minute thing, at least I did growing up, that, oh, if I don't really go to church, it's all right. I'll, I, I still love Jesus. I still love this relationship with him. But then I see all these people that I want to be with, and they're looking at my life, and they're going, well, well he, can't even, he can't even follow Jesus. He doesn't even care about this relationship with Jesus. Why would I entrust him with my heart? Why would I entrust him with my life if he can't manage his own? You'll never be able to manage your relationship if you can't manage your own life and your own issues. Now, that doesn't mean your issues magically just go away. I understand some of these things take a process. Some of these things take a lot of conversation. Maybe some of these things take some counseling. I understand that. But it's the recognition to go, okay, as I step back and look at my relationship with Jesus, this thing, this thing, and this thing. 
are all in the way of this relationship and me running this race fast. And so, so that I look like I care about my relationship with Jesus and so that I deal with the things and manage my own life well, I'm going to deal with these things. Not so other people that I really want to date me will date me. No, for the sole purpose that I care enough about this relationship with Jesus. The best way to enter into a relationship with Jesus is running so, or with somebody else is running so fast with Jesus and you just happen to look over and see somebody else running alongside you and say, wow, that might be somebody I want to spend my life with. We're too focused in our generation, and I'm probably getting ahead of myself in the weeks to come, on trying to find a relationship and somebody that we can date and somebody that we can be with. But what would happen if we just spent time focusing on our relationship with Jesus and then worried about our relationship with somebody else? That you fell so in love with Jesus that you just happened to look over and see somebody else also falling in love with Jesus and go, wow. That might be somebody I want to spend my life with. But yet we're trying to figure out who's the next guy that's going to like me, who's the next girl that's going to like me, when really what we should be focusing on is when, when, when will I see Jesus again? When will I meet with Jesus again? When will I spend more time with Jesus? Because he's the most important relationship. This is the second most. Notice I didn't say that's the most important. This one is the most important relationship. It's where our time and effort should be. We think relationships will magically take care of our problems, but the reality is it only magnifies them. Say, so I enter into a relationship with Shannon, you know, I have an issue with lust, and so I think, well, it doesn't matter, because then once I get married, that's just going to magically go away, because now I have a life, I can do whatever I want, and so I don't have to worry about that issue. Um, but the reality is, is that it's like a magnifying glass that when you kind of put something that's so small you can't see it, but then you put a magnifying glass over it, it's like, wow, it's still there, and it's big. But you're like, you take it away, and you go, I can't even see it on there. And you put it back, and you're like, wow, that's big. That's, that's exactly what it's like bringing a problem into a relationship. You're like, oh, it's not that big of a deal. You can't even tell it's there. Then you get into a relationship, and that other person starts going, wow, that's a big issue. I can't believe they can't see this. And so the relationship begins to magnify it. You've got to deal with the issue before you get into a relationship. How your relationship with God is treated is how you treat somebody else. Matthew 7 says this, and I'm closing here. Matthew 7 says, And why worry about the speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? We're too busy trying to tell other people what they got wrong in their life well you're involved in that that sin and you're you're listening to that music and you watch that show which i would never watch and we're trying to pick apart other people or they're not really good together i see they fight all the time they're not going to stay together very long they don't have very good boundaries and so there's no way they're going to date very long and so we're picking apart all these other people but then we step back and you got this huge log in your own eye that you're doing all these things behind closed doors where nobody can see, and we're trying to pick apart other people. We need to get out of the mindset when it comes to relationships about looking out all around and really start focusing on who we are. You will never be able 
to date in a relationship. You'll never be able to handle a relationship if you don't have a love for yourself that loves Jesus and cares about dealing with the issues in your own life. Relationships make it ten times harder. You can talk to Dave. He's been married a long time. He can probably tell you some of these things. I've been married two years, and we're starting to realize that, that some of the issues we didn't deal with before we entered into marriage, we now have to have conversations about. We now have to work through. And we also have a child now, and that makes it even harder. You don't have to be perfect to be in a relationship. But you do have to care about the logs that are in your eye before you start walking into a relationship. What are you dragging around in your baggage? Relationships won't solve it. And what we love to do is we take our bags, use this as our example, as our closet. We put it in our closet. We say, hey, we're not going to worry about it. So we start dating. It's all right. Things are great. Man, I'm really in love with this person. Maybe we should get married. And it's like you get married, and it's like, okay, now it's time to move in together. And as you're packing all your clothes, packing all your bags, you go in the closet, and you go, oh, guess I kind of forgot about this. guess I should take it with me. And all these things start surfacing. Just because we put our baggage in a place that we cannot see it doesn't mean that it's magically going away. Until you begin to unpack your suitcase and either donate the clothes or burn the clothes or whatever you do, you'll never get rid of the issue. They're just hiding away until you finally deal with them. Just like these clothes will never magically just never be in the suitcase again if I open it unless I get rid of the clothes. Guys, if we, I want all of us to have amazing relationships, but before you enter into a relationship, you've got to care about the baggage you're dragging around in your life. What are you dragging in your life? What are things you need to deal with? Once you deal with those, you're on a great path to begin to look at relationships.